0: All right. Hello, world again. This is DJ and this is Tashira.
1: How you doing, world?
0: (laughs) And we're going to be talking about kind of finances and money in general, this segment around or that's what you what you want to call it. Let's just call it the segment. And well, not sure how I wanted to start it off. So Tashira, do you have any questions regarding money in general? Or well, I what mean, your, I... what so when it comes to money and finances, what comes to mind in your in your uh your mind?
1: In my mind, I think about financial freedom. I think about uh, I think about financial security, how I want to be able to have long term wealth, not just for me, but for my kids and then their kids as well. And it, I also think it's important to teach them you know when they come here i don't have any right now but when i actually get them i think it's important to teach them about finances and how to manage them as well because i think that's something that we need to do right now if we haven't started doing already um there's a lot of important things about money that we don't really like to discuss but they're necessary for example an emergency fund you know when we fall on hard times that's something that we can start doing if we haven't um we have a retirement fund we can discuss i mean there's so many things to talk about when it comes to money you have investment opportunities stocks and bonds mutual funds all these terms that we hear about from time to time but i haven't really heard a whole lot of them get discussed at least around where i am but i think these are important topics to consider because you just never really know When something is going to come in handy and also feel like it's important to have that financial security, not just relying on just one job or just one one or just exactly. It's more than one. It's important to have more than one source of income, in my opinion. I mean, you want to get to master one first, but then you also want to eventually pick up another stream because the average millionaire they have about seven streams of income but it's oh, also yeah. important to know how to master one first that way you don't try to do too many things at once or get in over your head yeah. so it master one and then pick up then another pick one up something else later on so, so i one think one that makes is, sense
0: I when you said the average or kind of the average millionaire has several different incomes and stuff coming in i do want to say as far as like the millionaires and all of them are concerned, including the billionaires and anybody else, the hundred thousandaires, or if you want to call them anything. (laughs) The services and I guess that's more or less what it is. The services that they use aren't necessarily just tied to them. So when a lot of them have trust funds, trust funds aren't just for the millionaire or the billionaire of people that's making a hundred thousand dollars that can be used into people that with a lower income mm-hmm. at the moment. So people that's making fifty thousand dollars a year or even forty thirty thousand dollars a year could potentially use a trust fund or they can use another type of service also. Um it's just when you're using trust funds it depend you have to look Cause it does cost money mm-hmm. and you have to see if it will be more beneficial to you <clears throat> to even use a trust fund. Cause a trust fund might not be for everybody. And that is one of the things as far as money is concerned is our finances is concerned. It falls on the, the person. So they need to figure out who they are and what they're looking for when it comes to money so what do you plan on doing like so one person may want to may have a lifestyle that requires a truck so just because you get all these people out here buying these ridiculously large suvs and crossovers do you really need that or are you more or less getting it because that's just where things are going with a smaller car, be some people more get it for, for showboating for purposes. <clears throat> yeah, and again, and that falls onto <laughs> the the person. Right, what are they getting it for? Are they trying to get it for for like you like that, <clears throat> like you said on that one, for showboating or style or prestige? Like, it's a bunch of freaking Cadillac Escalades out there in the world, and they're a horrible investment if you're talking about actual feeling like you're not losing any money off of but for that person if you take a look at yourself and I'm just trying to stand out then the Cadillac Escalade might be might be good for you I wouldn't recommend it but then again that's me coming from my end and for me to actually recommend it for someone I have to get them kind of get an idea of who they are to help them decide do you want a Cadillac Escalade or with a freaking Forks um Ford explored be perfectly fine.
1: <clears throat> well, you do make up some good points, especially when not just investing money in itself, but like what you choose to invest it in and your example yeah. was cars. So yes, you do have some good quality cars and then you have some that are not so good quality. But let me um also re- uh, touch on the point of basic terms, such as assets, liabilities, profits, uh, net income, gross income, things of that nature. Um, i guess basic accounting terms if you will just terms that i think everybody at this point should have some familiar familiarity with because you have assets it's whatever brings you money and what what helps you build income And then liabilities those are basically your expenses that stuff you have to pay for just right. just for examples i just think those are basic terms that we could um and it, w- it wouldn't bother <laughs> us to get familiar with but let me yeah. ask you you ever heard this question that um it says, would you rather have a million dollars or double a penny every 30 days? Like, have, have you ever have heard that question? I have
0: not heard of that one before.
1: Okay. Well, since the question is out there, then um, you folks can think about this as well. Um, so, would you rather have one million dollars or would you pick double a penny for 30 days? Which choice would you pick, pick and why?
0: Double a penny
1: every 30 days? So right. You mean that method.
0: I get... So I get a penny now, and then thirty days later I get two pennies. Or...
1: No, double double a. I'm sorry, double a penny for thirty days. Double a penny for thirty days, and seeing what you get after, at the end of that. What method would you choose between? If you want say, if I give you a million dollars now, would you take that, or would you just say, oh, okay, I got a better method for you. We'll we'll double a penny and see what happens for those thirty days." Which which one would you pick?
0: So I'm, I guess I'm trying to figure out the double a penny every 30 days first and, and, so and before say, you like, answer
1: that I'm sorry before you answer that I think that's what stumps a lot of people because we have the mentality a lot of us have the mentality oh the million dollars now because we see bro. that we see that already counted and added up but yeah, and then,
0: but, no. but then people don't really <laughs> okay. think about the double a penny for like 30 that. days so yeah so going off of that and I still don't I and this is the one thing about it is mm-hmm. do the math So, when you hear double the penny for every 30 days, or double a penny every 30 days, or however you framed it, and then the milk, and this is, I'm more or less talking to the people Mm -hmm. on the thing. When you hear double a penny every 30 days, and then you hear a million dollars, well, the million dollars is easy. No,
1: double a penny for 30 days, not every 30 days. That.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When you hear the million dollar part, and. Then the the penny part, do the math and see which one actually comes out better. You are, For the million dollars, you already know. It's a million dollars and you, you don't get any more of that, period. <laughs> you just get a million dollars and then that's it. When I'm hearing the double a penny every 30 days. Is for,
1: that, double a penny for 30 days. Double a penny
0: <laughs> for 30 days. I'm thinking, trying to figure out. I don't know what that was. I'm trying to figure out the the works for it. So I'll go into you,
1: detail but just when you're
0: yeah. when I'm hearing double penny for 30 days, I'm trying to figure out is it how how is the penny being doubled is it like one second and then you get well, you got people doing that around here now. Um... <laughs> You got one penny, and then one second later, then you have like two pennies, and then a second later after that, and it's like four pennies. And that's kind of what I'm thinking at. And if it's that case, then I will definitely lean more towards the double a penny for 30 days because of how the penny is being doubled and then with the the compounding towards it.
1: So that makes a lot of sense when you do put it that way and I posed that question because that's something that I've that's a question that I heard years ago and what I thought about was uh, basically what you were getting at you were basically touching on what I'm thinking about and what I've been hearing so my answer would be the double a penny for 30 days because this and before we get too into it um, it's not where you get rich in 30 days but what the method is is simply this you have the million dollars that is it's a million dollars it's million dollars right there right now and you don't have to count anything but when you double the penny for 30 days you're actually getting at least 10 million when when you reach that end point so because what you do there, uh, what you were talking about You have the penny double that Two pennies and then next thing you know Four cents because yeah. every amount that you've doubled You're going to double that amount So yeah. four cents turns into eight cents Eight cents turns into sixteen cents And so right. on and so forth So what it's going to do each amount that's already been doubled Is going to continue to double And then you also mentioned that compound With that compound interest on yeah. it So that's a very valid point Because the more that you are depositing And the more that you do put forth The higher your investment, the higher your return is going to be. Yeah. So I think oh. that it's a good question because it
0: question. because
1: I- it helps us to think first of all and then secondly it also points to the instant gratification of those who chose just the simple million as opposed to those who were willing to wait on their investment and then understanding how that works and understanding what you would get long term versus this million dollars now you got at least 10 times that amount when you doubled the penny for 30 days as opposed to just being fixed at a million dollars so just something to think about just a good question to pose so I just thought I'd put that out there I
0: think it's a good question one Mm. it 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 puts this huge number that most people can fathom a million dollars it's not it's a lot of money but it's not too far out of the reach right and then you got your penny which everyone knows about the penny <laughs> but it's so low and it may get people you'll see which ones are actually willing to think about and what and
1: mm-hmm.
0: which ones are looking for the quick
1: fix right those who take instant gratification <laughs> yeah. over over the actual actually taking time to understand
0: right. investment
1: and, and the power behind it, and then we also, actually I thought about some of the apps that we have for investment. For uh, for example, Stash. I actually use that one right now. I haven't been using it for not for very long, but I I think that's a good app. If you do want to check it out, um, you can download the app on your smartphone. You can do Stash. You can put in a certain deposit every month, and then see what your return is gonna be and then just be consistent with your deposits whatever that may be it's a good way to not only set money aside for important things but it's also important to gain that interest that way you also learn you learn saving you learn investments you learn a valuable lesson when it comes to money so yeah.
0: oh, and i feel that. like
1: it's important to you so just that's just an example of an app but they have more than one such as acorn but i, I use stash
0: so you heard that Check out Stash. What's
1: the app? It's just Stash. 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 Yep, S-T-A-S-H. You just go to your Google Play store and you just download Stash. Or if you want to check out Acorns, A-C-O-R-N-S, that one works as well. Or you can just simply uh, do research on investment tips and whatnot. So I think... And then also, if you have a bank or any financial institution or if you have some strategies it's good to do thorough research and just ask questions because they're definitely there and this is a topic that we definitely need to understand especially how to be in especially how to be secure financially for long term because you never know what could happen
0: right and then also again this is for the people that's listening is if anybody's listening (laughs) um remember to financially secure for you just because of somebody else like my version of financially secure may be different from Tashira's Tashira's may be different from mine so what she set up may not work for me or what I set up may not work for her so remember figure out who you are and what your goals and what your your needs and wants are because my needs and wants may be different from Tashira's and again vice versa the other way so I for the most part this is probably a horrible example but <laughs> I like sedans and turns out Tashira likes sedans also but let's say she doesn't like sedans <laughs> but I
1: love I definitely love Buicks and The uh, Nissans, like, I've definitely had my eye on those, I'll be honest, just to throw that in there.
0: (laughs) So, we'll go with that one. So, she likes the Buicks and the Nissans. I usually lean more towards the Germans. The Germans, for the most part, cost more money than the Buicks and Nissans.
1: Foreign, baby.
0: But the Buicks, so what Tashira is looking for, she may be looking for more comfort because she likes the Buicks. And she may be looking for not costing as much when it goes to the when it when it needs to get maintenance or when something breaks down and it needs to be needs to be replaced. Right. The amount of money on the Buick to get that fixed will be a heck of a lot lower than it is on the German side of things. So, with me, I more or less lean definitely on the quality side of things and would be willing to pay a little extra more. Now, when something goes wrong on those, let's just use an Audi. Something, I get an Audi, they're pretty reliable, and the quality there the quality there is definitely there. It's just when something breaks, it's definitely gonna cost a ton of money <laughs> to get it fixed. But it the chances of something breaking is a lot less likely. Where American auto auto industry is frankly cheap at times. <laughs> <laughs> so the chances of something actually breaking may be ever so slightly higher. But it depends, again, like I was saying, again, it depends on the person. If they're willing to take that chance to just so they can have a lower bill when something does break, then that works for them. For the other person, they may be willing to spend that extra money just to make sure stuff does breaks less likely as time goes by. But when it does break, they definitely know they're going to have a higher bill to pay. So this is why I say look the person, meaning you, not you to share, but the people (laughs) listening.
1: (laughs) I got you.
0: Look at you yourself and figure out what your needs and wants are. So somebody going out there buying a freaking two-door car, they may not need a four-door car because they don't have kids or they could care less about the people that's around them (laughs) and they're more selfish. (laughs) So, they don't need those back seats. They don't need the space in the back seats. They don't need those two extra doors. Where somebody else still may not have kids, but they care about everybody around them, and they want to make sure everybody's comfortable. So they, in their case, would need those two extra back seats or they'll need those two extra doors back there
1: i mean i prefer the four door cars personally <clears> because <throat> i really don't have an interest of letting my seat up and then having somebody you know have to climb in the back seat like i kind of feel like that's a miniature jungle gym in the way <laughs> so i'm like i prefer everybody to have their own doors get in get out just to make it simpler
0: yeah so you know so, not to go out I mean, there and that's all, just
1: me in particular but i don't know what you all prefer
0: <laughs> oh yeah and they were all and that's why there's so many different brands out there that's there's so many different models so many different types of vehicles as far as cars is concerned that you can purchase and in your case you know not to go out there and purchase a flipping two-door car or two-seater car (laughs) now if it's getting given to you for free who gives a care i mean that's different i mean if look (laughs)
1: if somebody wants to give me something hey i'm not even gonna complain about that but of course it would be on you to keep up that maintenance. so but
0: But if you're going out there purchasing (laughs) a whole nother story and you know not to buy a two-door car or a two-seater because you're not going to be satisfied with it because you got to look at this thing every day and you got to get in it every day. And depending if you got people getting into it and it seems like you know a bunch of people, you know you're going to have people in your back seat. <laughs> so, yeah. But that's why i was saying just folks listening, the world out there listening, figure out who you are and what your needs and wants are before you start kind of making these major purchases and even on the other end about your major purchases or whatever purchases that you're making make sure you can afford it <laughs> just because you want it don't mean you can afford it you may want a 4000 square foot house that don't mean you can afford a 4000 square foot house because you gotta heat the thing or cool it depending on wherever you live at and then anything else that's going along with it so with space wise if you got a 4000 square foot house chances you got this huge yard you're gonna have to take care of also can you afford to keep all of that so as you're looking at yourself and figuring out still think about being able to afford it also because that does come come into play
1: good stuff Daryl I mean, because we have sometimes we try to live beyond our means or try to think about stuff that's way out of our price range. I mean, yes, you can, you know, go for it. You can have anything you want. Make no mistake about it. However, you have to do what it takes to get to what you want as well. So you also have to have that realistic mindset, but you also have to have that work ethic ethic to match that. And which brings me, um, I have another question. As far as financial security or opening up another stream of income, how do you, Daryl, how do you personally feel about work-from-home jobs or anything of that nature? Or have you came came across some legit ones? Or how do you feel about working from home? Not just working in corporate America, but working from home.
0: Um, like your own business? That's yeah, I mean, how do you... I like you have, you
1: have working... Uh, you have work-from-home jobs where they have where you have something you can Google and then you can start from there and then you have something that, say, or if you just want to legit start your own business, whatever you want to do. So let I me, mean, what's I your take on that?
0: I think they're fine. Um, at least from the way that I see it, for me, it's a uh, work from home job is difficult because I'm so used to, and I think that's probably, no, I uh, thinking about it, I think I prefer to not be at home. As in, I like the idea of getting up in the morning. If you got to choose, (laughs) um, like five o'clock is probably too early. But (laughs) if you got to be at work at seven o'clock, seven. So my last job was seven to three thirty. I think that's a great time of being at work. You, I, and I. It's just something about being able to wake up drive to wherever the heck you work at, or your place of employment is, and then you're coming back home. Uh, I like that idea. Being at home, I just wanna go somewhere. And I guess that's my whole thing as far as the work thing. My thoughts on work from home, I think is okay. It's just finding a place that allows you to work from home is the difficult part the only places that i know of is government obviously have work from home jobs and enterprise they have work from home jobs anything else i think is just hard to do because i don't know the i just think it's difficult i'll just put it that way
1: I mean difficult may may be at certain times depending on what it is that you're doing, but definitely possible and I think it could definitely be rewarding because yeah. um, you also have to weigh the pros and cons about working in corporate America versus working from home you have everything has its pros and cons, and I yeah. think people also need to understand the difference between a job and working a job and starting a business because when you have a business home. when you have a when you're starting a business, you're investing in yourself you're trusting yourself to get this done as opposed to when you work a job let's you still invest but you do it in a different way no you don't pay a fee to go out and have an interview for a job you could potentially get however think about it you have jobs that require these associate degrees a bachelor's degree or a phd or master's degree last time i checked college was College isn't free, so that's there that's one that's about that's, that's about anywhere from what twenty five thousand to a hundred thousand dollars with worth of a degree that you have to go get to start this job. You might not be handing over physical money to these jobs, but the fact that they require this degree, that's yeah. money within itself that you have to pay to go to school for. So it's it's not free. So I feel like if you can pay all this money to go to school just to go work for someone else, you can definitely have a startup cost to work for yourself or yeah. work from home. So. I feel like people do need to understand that not putting down corporate America or anything but I just feel like just don't just understand that that's not the only way to do things by the way I actually work from home I, I have a blogging uh, company um, well it's not it's not my blogging company but I use it because I was able to I started from working from home from through uh call Rory Rickard R-O-R-Y and then last name R-I-C-O-R-D so I think that's something if you're looking for something where you can post links or post offers online to have your own uh, blogging business working from home to you can it, I think it helps to create an, a long term of income. I think it creates long term wealth. I'm, I'm still in the beginning stages myself because I had started not too long ago so but I less but I am liking resource, what sorry. I see but yes, it there is
0: are resources I feel like because right. I, I do blogging, like what I see. A blogging company right? Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that I was thinking. Is like, I feel like you can do that definitely without them, but I think they would be a good resource for you for either information or having something not behind you, but something that you can pull from. Like, they may have a website that you can.
1: Right. I mean, that's that's just of one of them that's just one of them in particular. I'm not saying you have to do that one, but you can definitely um, start with them if you want. And then I can give you more information about that. If that's what you are looking for. Um, But that's just, yes, that that, (laughs) definitely, absolutely. So that's just one, just one thing you can look into. There's, there's a lot of uh, work from home positions that you can do. And then there's, or if you prefer corporate America, you can do it that way. Just whatever your preference is or whatever you, um, or whatever you think that's going to be best for you or whatever you prefer, that's fine. But the point is, is just to be, to create that wealth for yourself, to be able to understand what it's going to take to have financial security. You don't have to necessarily work for 40 years. I mean, no. if, if you have the 40, 40 you have 40 the 40, 40, 40, 40 rule where you work for 40 years up and you work for 40 years, 40 hours a week only to get what, 40% back,
0: uh I think it it depends on the company. I think it might be less than that in some places. I mean, but that's just typical. Yeah, as far as around, typical, yeah. as
1: far as the typical 40, 40 uh forty rule. Uh, but if you don't understand what I'm saying, you can definitely look that up as well and Google that. That way, you can go more into detail about that. But that's that's just the gist of it. But if you are if you are concerned about being financially secure, or if you don't feel that you are right now, then that's definitely something. That's a wake-up call for all of us, I think. So, just, just throwing out some options.
0: Yeah, working from home, I think, is it's perfectly fine. It's just, in my case, it would definitely be difficult to do. Do I think it's possible and you can clearly make money off of it? Yeah, because that's the way. When I hear working from home, I think running your own company or running your own business. It's your own business, the way that I see it. Um, unless you work for, like, Enterprise and you're at home doing I don't know what they do. <laughs> but I know somebody who does work for enterprise, and they work from home, and I don't see how they do it. But then again, like I was saying, from, for me, I would like to. I like to wake up and go somewhere. And then the, one of the things about trying to move to Florida because the VA system down there that I want to the hospital that Bay Pines is what I want to work for, and Bay Pines VA is just about literally off the ocean. <laughs> And I think it's something amazing to be able to go to work, get off of work, and then walk outside and you're basically can walk to the beach or walk outside and think, oh, this is, I, I work next to an ocean. I'm a water person. So I find stuff like that the and kind of amazing. Somebody else may want to work in Colorado where they walk outside and see freaking snow and mountains, <laughs> <laughs> but Again, that's me thinking, coming off of me, and this is one of the things that I say, figure out who you are, because with me, I think the cost to be able to move to Florida, or a place within an ocean, is worth it, because I like the ocean, and I like water, I like being near the water, and I'd rather take South, because I'm sick of the cold, but you get what I'm saying. You should have an idea of what I'm saying.
1: I mean, that is a good point. So you have um, people, you know, whatever scenery you like, you know, whatever you want to wake up and see. But then you also have the point of some people may want to work from home to spend more time with family yeah. or just to be able to have that they some people don't want a boss necessarily. Or I mean, right. you mean you just have you have the different pros and cons that yeah. people weigh out when it comes to working out as a rec- for a regular job and then versus working from home so whatever your preference is just think about whatever it is that is best fitting for you and then just go from there but just throwing out some stuff and I mean the,
0: also the idea of being able to you can being at home you're you can start work whenever or you can get off whenever and you still have especially if you're dealing with like I guess the internet, because most of the time, people's internet is on their phone. If you can work off your phone, you can be at home and still go to the store and still be uh, getting your job done. <laughs> Absolutely,
1: because I feel like if you're going to be buying all these expensive phones, these these new iPhones that come out every five minutes, it seems like, you might as well be making money from it. That's all I'm saying. And the And the phone is another investment. I feel like if your phone... Is going to be that highly upgraded or if it's going to be that highly prestigious that popular it's it better come in handy for something other than making a call <laughs> it, i mean right. you better be making some money off of it that's just, that would just be my suggestion for that i mean i have an android so I but yeah and <laughs> um,
0: nothing's wrong with androids like right that.
1: No, nothing's wrong with androids i mean i'm i'm not for the iphone craze as of yet i mean look just give me something that works that's that's just what where i'm at with that but yeah
0: i because people (laughs) with this iphone and this android their phone they do the same stupid little thing one of them is more security based which is the iphone and it's a different operating system and the android is a little more lenient but it's a lot easier operating system they both do the same thing. Neither one is necessarily better than the next. They do the same stupid thing. You call someone, you get on the internet, who gives a care? Get with whichever <laughs> one that you feel comfortable with, get that. Just because someone says has an iPhone and say, Oh, you should get an iPhone. Don't get go get stupid iPhone. <laughs> Unless it really fits with how you are. And then v- vice versa with the stupid Androids. <laughs> Just
1: Everything is stupid, Daryl. And,
0: and it's, <laughs> it's made by people, and we oh, make gosh. some.
1: Okay, we that makes some mistakes.
0: That's, Look at the world now. <laughs> that's
1: that's another topic we are talking about finances, Daryl. But you know, just to throw in a little bit of yeah, I lighthearted comedy, I suppose uh-huh. we can do that. Yeah. But, but yes, folks, it's all about making your investments make sense. You know, you want to be financial security is not just about being able to buy what you want it's also about being able to take care of your needs and have money left over after the fact being able to take care of your responsibilities and still have money to travel uh, money to just do whatever you want after that but just make sure you take care of your needs first definitely and then make sure when you're spending your money it makes sense don't go buy the latest iphone when you know that you have government assistance you know just basic things like that just be smart you know
0: just saying it. Just thought I'd put that out there. And there's there. other ways of getting things done. So let's say you, with me, I do like the ocean. There's a few different places that I can go to get to the ocean. It, I'm saying I'm going to Florida, but that don't mean I have to go to Florida to get the ocean. There are different other places. It's just Florida works out best with my situation as far as being, being able to afford it. The same thing with cars and houses um using a card yes i like german cars i can't afford mercedes audi and bmw so i got Volkswagen there's different ways of get still getting what you want getting what you want and need without spending tons of money like so
1: (laughs) Yeah, everything doesn't have to cost both arms and both legs i mean you just have to be smart about the way you do things and if you don't know it doesn't hurt to ask questions i mean i'll be the first to ask questions if i don't know something so um but folks it's high time we take our investments seriously we take ourselves seriously and we start understanding financial security and i think i feel like this is something that we shouldn't have to wait until college To start understanding this, these are things, you know, I mean, things about how to fill out tax forms for when it's tax time. I mean, I feel like things like that, just simple. Yes,
0: Research it, look into it, don't just wait into school because all your money decisions will affect you down the line, majorly down the line. Money decisions that you make now will affect you. Down the line, if you decide you want to spend a hundred dollars now on something, that's a hundred dollars you ain't gonna have down the line. So that could potentially affect your ability to make a purchase down the line.
1: And speaking of purchases, I also thought it was important to talk about credit cards. Um, say if you have credit card debt, or if you're considering getting a credit card, you have some credit cards for depending on your credit score. Uh, by the way credit karma you can credit you can check your credit and it will not go down and it is absolutely free to have an account so if you want to keep up with what your credit score is that is a perfect website credit karma and karma is spelled with a k -K -K c-r-e-d-i-t-k-r-k-a-r-m-a dot com just to check your credit and and it works make
0: sure you do check your credit because frankly the age that we're living in now with how everything's being connected the chances of someone getting into your credit has shot up drastically compared to 10 years ago when no one (laughs) was difficult to break into still still in the identities it's so much easier now remember about all the other the credit bureaus (laughs) have already been hacked once so let's face it (laughs)
1: that's that's true i mean because you also think look how much internet we use look how much social media we use look at look how much internet dependency we have so that only makes things easier to hack so let's just keep that in mind as well folks but yes if you're looking to apply for a credit card and you don't know which one to you can go to credit cards Cards with an S, creditcards.com to look into some of the credit cards that you can apply to. And there there are also some who are currently students in college as well. And I think those will be helpful. Some you have for excellent or fair credit. Some you have, if you're new to credit, some you have for cash back credit cards. So they have all different types out there. So you can just get the one that's fitting from you. It only takes a few minutes to apply. And just understand, make sure you're paying your payments or anything, any bill, or any debt on time, that way it helps build your credit score up. Yeah. So just just a tip to throw out there. And
0: speaking of the credit cards, like she said, make sure you pay them. There are, and then also dealing with your credit. If you can't get a credit card, think of, and that's a unsecured credit card. If you can't get an unsecured credit card, think about a secured credit card. Because that still helps out with your credit rating and that's what I had to start off with. when I first was trying to get a credit card no one would give it to me because I didn't have any credit
1: <laughs> so, I mean share, share with everyone the difference that that slight difference between secured and unsecured for those who may not know
0: so unsecured credit card is that you have money given to you and it's not attached to anything it's not tied up it's just it's not free money because you have to pay it back but it's not tied to anything secured credit card is So, for a secured credit card, you can go to the bank. I want a secured credit card. You tie up your money for that card. So, they always know that they have somewhere to get the money. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It's your money already being tied up. So, when I went out there and got a $500 secured credit card, that was $500 tied up with my own money so if, and if I didn't pay it they already still had their money now when I went out and got my $1000 unsecured credit card they were taking a real risk on me I didn't have any of my money tied up but I still had access to it that's kind of the the, the I'll say the biggest difference is secure credit card, your money's tied up they still got a way to get paid.
1: Right. So your money is set aside strictly for that purpose if it's already secured. So that way they have a way of still accessing that payment. If you might not have it right there on hand, but it's still in a spot where they can get it. And then unsecured, of course, that will be on you to make sure you make that payment on time. Right. And that's, and that's what you want to do. Stay on time as much as possible. You don't want any more activity drop in your credit score you want it to increase
0: no and then that's the other thing about um about paying the credit cards the way that i do it and i'm not saying this works for everybody but the way that i do it is when i use my credit card it gets paid off next month That still jumps my credit 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 score up but i don't have that extra interest that i gotta pay for it but when you're paying your minimum balance you're still being charged interest so the long, it's going to take you forever to pay the thing off because you're still getting interest to to it. So let's say you got a, let's, for an example, you got a $25 credit card though. I don't think those exist, but let's okay. just, well, let's, for let's just example.
1: be a little more realistic. Maybe your credit card limit is 500. Let's
0: do, right, let's, let's do let's let's 500 a 500
1: it. credit limit, but say if your minimum payment is 25, $25. per
0: dollars you still have your interest attached to it. So you pay your $25, but then you still, they added on an extra $2. So next month when you pay your $25 again, you got another $2 on there attached to it, which is probably $4 now, even though you kind of pay pay for it. It's just the, the interest that you're gonna have to pay for it. It all adds up. And then it takes forever to pay the thing off. So if you can, pay. I am recommending, again, like I was saying before, figure out who you are and what your situation is. If your situation is that bad, you probably don't need a credit card. (laughs) But, you probably need to get some other stuff taken care of. But the way that I recommend is, if you got a $500 credit card and and you spend that limit on there, that $500, pay the full thing off next month, or pay half of the full balance so you pay 250 one month and then pay the other 250 the month after that this way you're not coming out with extra spending extra money that you don't have to because well why why would you do that
1: (laughs) and then also it's important not just for credit card purposes but for generally when you're spending when you have any liability or any expense pay while you have it I know a lot of us sometimes wait until the last minute to pay things and then next thing you know oh my gosh this bill is due and I don't have the money so it's important to just pay while you have it get it out of your hair instead of it lingering over your head and having to deal with it later so just just the just some easy tips and let me just say that we are in no way shape form fashion or method any financial experts but we're just going over basic information that we've come to know and that we've learned and that we've heard about and just take and we have taken it and it's helped us tremendously. But definitely do your research, look into some investment ideas that you have, get with your financial financial institution or if you happen to be a finance major or expert yourself, hey, you may maybe you could teach us a few things. I'm definitely more than welcome yeah, to hear to hear I what you have to say.
0: Listen. And while <laughs> some of you are probably saying why would should why should we listen to you? because one you're listening to this you made it freaking 45 minutes into this thing (laughs) you're already listening (laughs) to it why not on that but on the other side of things how about this we both do have degrees we both went to school so
1: then we both have experienced what it's like to have a credit card We, we and I have used credit karma I have an account I've had an account with them for some years so I do know that it is free for a fact and I do know that they do a good job calculating your credit score for a fact they have a they 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 do pretty well so so some things i i do know and i have visited creditcards.com so i do know that they have a lot of different options so just i do know a few things and you
0: can check your credit score from the actual credit bureaus once a year and that's free and they give you a whole list that's i know because this is what i do (laughs) so definitely make sure you cr- check your credit because there could be things on there that you didn't do i last year i found out that something was on my credit uh credit report that wasn't me and i had to get it off and it's off now but if i went checking my credit report it would still be on there potentially affecting my affecting my ability to make purchases down the line so make sure you check the stuff the stuff is important it ain't fun to talk about.
1: <laughs> no. it's, it's not
0: a great topic. It's not fun,
1: but it's important. It I mean, it. it's it's a conversation that may, many people might be cautious to have or maybe afraid to have, but it's an important it conversation needs... to have.
0: Uh, yeah, because even with a uh, like life insurance, you're gonna die. Let's <laughs> <But laughs> face it, you. <laughs> Thank you, else, all, so... Thank you for depressing us all,
1: Daryl. Thank you.
0: Yeah, again, like we said, it ain't a fun topic, but it's something that you need okay. to look into, because once you do go and you do got kids, do you want to leave them all your flipping bills, and they gonna have to pay the, pay for that? Are they prepared to pay yeah. for all that? Or... All, all
1: the point of financial security, you want that. Yeah. You want everything to be covered in full. You don't want anything left over or lingering, even after you're gone from here. So you just. Stay financially clean as possible, folks. And as I get my, as I work every day to better myself, I just recommend that everyone do do the same.
0: Yeah, uh, constantly work on yourself, and then look at your goals. Make a budget. You definitely need to make make a. You should make a budget, even if you write it down or get you good enough to have it all mentally in your mind. Have a budget, and it will change as life goes on you're... you're gonna need to make adjustments as time goes by, because situations change. You... the budget that you make now may not work down the line because you got five kids, or six, or however many kids that you got. That budget doesn't work now. It may have worked and it may not. It depends on who you are. Again, this is why I say figure out who you are and what your needs and wants are.
1: <laughs> not to mention that things, the prices of things have gone up drastically it's to go up so, and, and then only continuing to rise. So financial security is going to be more important every single day. I mean, because you have gas prices fluctuating, grocery pro- prices fluctuating. Things are just changing by the minute. So you don't want to just be happy with, a dollar an hour or anything like that yes I exaggerated that but my point is simply just to have that financial security I mean you don't want to you don't want to just be making it by you don't want to just be scraping by you want to be comfortable to where you can take care of responsibilities and still have some left over as I stated before I think that we don't really understand that importance until it's time to feel how important that is. And that's, I think that's the mistake a lot of us make is waiting to, it's time to feel that instead of being prepared for it early on.
0: Yeah. so That's um, our podcast about money. Of course, this isn't going to last. We won't, we can't get everything within one podcast not at all it's too much and then uh, there's other stuff that i would need to look at and all of that but i at least want to give want us to be able to give you some type of thought something to at least think about and so, a few tools if you haven't already had these tools if you already got them all right fine whatever you still listen to us <laughs> <laughs> the other part is if you haven't had these tools of a son you haven't thought about before give it some thought if it doesn't work for you, fine. All right. That's cool, too. But, but <laughs> at least think about it. And you need to have an open mind. Don't shut it, Shut it all out.
1: But we're definitely open to hearing some of what you all think and some of your views. I mean, I can learn from you all as well. So I'm definitely looking forward to the feedback. And as Daryl said, we are about to sign off. And we want to thank you all for being patient with us, listening to this awesome podcast I hope you thought it was awesome anyway but I had a great time recording it and I know Daryl has did the same and we will be back as soon as we can with a different topic to keep your eyes and ears interested and open for now this is Daryl and Tashira signing off <laughs> bye for now see ya